Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway, The Raven's Home, to the main podcast, That's the Raven. Topical. Very yeah, topical. That's what I was going for. Could have gone for Cory in the House, but we all know Cory in the House was the best. <laughs> it was a good spin-off. Dude, it's DS game has one of the highest meta scores ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. I don't I I don't think I can say a catchphrase for this one. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm yeah. gonna go with um, lamp time. I saw a lamp and I went with it. That's, that's called improv. That's a horrible catchphrase. That's what, I, that's what we call improv, though. Sometimes improv goes wrong and it's alright. Yes, only... and also sometimes it goes right. Do you just say yes and? <laughs> yes. Are you dropping improv on me, Aaron? Anyway, we are once again... Watching a film from the list of a hundred movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. And this week, we have our first foreign film from the list. Yeah. And one that is quite action-packed. So we'll see how much we can actually talk about it that's not just gushing over the... Uh, action scenes in this film. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As I was watching this, I'm like, this is going to be a really hard one to talk about. <laughs> There's not, like, a whole lot of substance beyond the action. So, I don't know. Because we are talking about the raid. Yeah. So, Lizzie, uh, start off with uh, your initial thoughts. So, the raid was a movie I had never heard of when it came out. I had never even heard of anything about The Raid until one time I was listening to Game Scoop. That's a podcast that IGN does, and they just talk about, like, game news for the week. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at the end of the year, they did kind of, like, best games of the year. Um, and the host talked about his favorite movie of the year, and that movie was The Raid 2. And I'm like, I've never even heard of this. What is this movie? <laughs> and then I looked it up, and I'm like, okay... Uh, foreign action film, okay. And then as soon as I heard it there, I started hearing it everywhere else. I'm like, okay, so this movie actually has some traction to it. This, the, the first time I heard about this film, it was because there was a huge debate over which film ripped off which between this and the j- new Judge Dredd film they made a few years back. They were like, oh, it's the same movie, but this one was might have been written first, but this one was made first, and this one's based on 80-year-old comics or whatever. I mean, yeah. So. As I was watching it, I was like, this is a lot like Dread. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know which one I like better, actually. Do you have a horse in that race? It's hard to say because I think that since I'm such a comic book fanboy, I love that aspect of Dread, mm. but I think the action in this film is superior. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't know. I, I don't really care one way or the other, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'd be Well, most people were just like, well, they both ripped off Die Hard, because that's, yeah, that's the a point. You know, yeah. action film stuck in one building, fight your way through the floors. It's basically the originator of that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, 
I... This is the thing. When everyone's talking about how great The Raid 2 is and it's one of the best action movies, again, we didn't watch Raid 2, but watching this one, I'm like... It is on the list. Yeah, it is. Uh, but watching this one, I was like, this is really good. I don't know that I'd be like one of the best action movies ever, but maybe 2 is just that much better. I looked at the runtime for number two, and it's two hours and 30 minutes long. I'm like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> the the thing with two long. is that there's a lot more story. Okay. That, uh, you know, so the fights are more spaced out, and then there's a bigger story in between that, which is why the runtime is so much longer. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I liked it. Uh, overall, I'd say I liked it. Um, I don't know if I'd, I'd put it in the same regard as some other great action movies uh, like uh, Mad Max, which I'd say is probably the best action movie. Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Max Fury Road would be the best action movie in the 2010s so far, I'd probably say. Um, but, I mean, again, I, I haven't seen every action movie, so <laughs> as far as what I've seen, I'd say that that one's still the top. But for what this movie is, there are some really fun, uh, brutal fight sequences in this. And mm-hmm. some moments are just like, okay, that was awesome. <laughs> like, I don't even know how they thought to do that. But uh, Yeah, I'm sure we could talk about some favorite moments when we get into yeah. spoilers. But why'd you put it on the list, Aaron? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, this was, a, as I discussed, this is a film I heard about because this is one of those films that just, like, the internet community seems to really love. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, watching, you just sought this out, watched it, and the action scenes are undeniably impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a, you know, very well-crafted movie in terms of just the fight choreography. And so even though there's a very minimal story involved i think that this is a very fun film to watch you know it's just like straight 90 minutes of fun action so i found it to be a very enjoyable very impressive movie so i figured i would recommend it to you as well yeah i liked it this is the thing though i don't the more i watch movies like this i just don't think this is my genre if that makes sense and like I feel weird about that because I've always thought, like, action movies are great. I love action movies. But, like, and I do love them. I, I enjoy, like, almost everyone I've seen. But I'd much rather watch, like, The Graduate if that says anything at all about who I, I mean, am. hey, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. But overall, like I said, I liked it. So, we'll get, so yeah. we'll get more to it, I guess. So I'd say that if you guys have not seen this movie yet... It would be recommended by both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking for just a great action flick, it's one to check out. Yeah. And if you have seen it or just don't care, we're going to talk about it a little in depth with spoilers. But there's also not a whole lot to spoil in this movie because it's not really, as we've discussed, a story-driven mm, film. Right. Yeah, I, I just uh, very much what what we're going to spoil is not the story and more just cool action moments, cool. Uh, kills or just uh, exciting scenes. Uh, the one <laughs> that I was like, okay, this movie is like insane. And a lot of people might point to the fridge moment as where it's like, okay, this movie hit a new level. I, yeah, I think that's the moment where like the film like you know like 
kick starts you know like yeah. that's when it gets in the motion you're just like that's when you're all in and like yeah that 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 one is that part's great but the part where i was like okay now i'm really really into it is when he's fighting the guy on the wall and that door had been broken down and he does a backflip and like slings the guy's throat down on the that's exactly the moment i was gonna uh pick for my favorite moment of this film (laughs) just like launches himself backwards takes the guy's head slams it down on the broken door oh god it's it's brutal but it works so well it's Um, brutal it's so impressive yeah and it's just so much fun Mm -hmm. you know yeah that that was i'm glad we both agree on that that part is so great um other than that i mean we're looking at of course the fridge uh we're looking at that (laughs) daredevil hallway scene basically (laughs) um where you know people are coming out of the uh the, their different rooms trying to fight him and he's take he's just systematically dismantling every person that it's kind of like the daredevil fight hallway fight scene extended yeah. to an hour and a half i mean not in one take but still right, right, right. a lot longer takes than action films usually Thank have God. you know like because <laughs> they actually have a cast that can pull off the martial arts mm-hmm. dude yeah as soon as the movie starts and he's hitting that punching bag i'm like this movie's gonna be dope like there's gonna be guns and martial arts like okay i'm down let's do this (laughs) but uh yeah and uh just i don't know there there were a lot of great moments that i was like okay this is gross like gross (laughs) but like in a good way like the moment where he uh they're hidden in the wall, and he starts shoving the machete in, and it just yeah. slices his cheek wide open. Oh, it like, just what? oh, it makes you cringe. Yes, <laughs> like why? But then they redeem it for not just being gross for no reason, because then he puts his fingers up on the blade and wipes the blood off as it's going out, and you're like, oh god, that's so smart. Like no other movie would do that. That's too smart. Um, yeah, so that's great. Um. I felt I felt like they built that I don't know he's not a doctor but he's the guy the one who's on their team in the building uh, with his sick wife um, uh-huh they like build him up like he's going to be a bigger part of the story and then it's just kind of like he's there they leave the guy there and then they leave <laughs> like, okay, yeah I'm gonna be gone now <laughs> okay yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was just an excuse that, like, they needed kind of, like, that respite, also, but also, like, the tense scene of them trying to hide, and, like, the best way to do that was to have a character on the inside, so. Right. Like, well, we'll have that character here. But. Um, I don't know, any other standouts for you? Actually? I think, I think we, we pretty much have a lot of the same favorite moments uh, from this film, because those were all the moments I was going to bring up as well, but. I suppose another favorite moment is bas- basically the entire uh, when the in the final battle when like the two brothers are teaming up to take down the one guy. Yeah, like that was probably the best fight of the entire movie, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because I really love you know like watching people work in like unison. Like you know they're both like such skilled fighters, and then watching them you know both working together to try to take down a foe. It's both impressively choreographed because you're working with, you know, three fighters at once. 
but it's also just I don't know I just really love what moments of that like watching you know like these like skilled people come together as a team like in any movie when it's just like a team up kind of thing that's what I love uh, Bucky and uh, Captain America fight yeah (laughs) (laughs) that reminded me a lot of that when I was watching it I'm like oh they're gonna go (laughs) Captain America and Winter Soldier on him but uh I do think that uh, the fighting style from Winter Soldier was, you know, perhaps not directly influenced by this film, but I do mm-hmm. think that, you know, they're, they're very much both fall in a line with, of a lot of modern action films in terms of that, like, you know, close quarters combat, you know, just like lingering on the fight choreography and all that. So, I, I mean, I think we see that here we probably see i i haven't seen john wick but i assume it's somewhat similar just with more guns and then john John wick Wick 2 and atomic blonde which is the reason why we picked this film this week is because that's also coming out with a lot of those kind of choreographed action films Mm i i would say this is better than john wick maybe not john wick 2 um like overall as a film or just in terms of action john wick John Wick has the uh, the emotional, like, the story hooks more than this movie does, but I'd say as far as well-directed action, this one takes it. Because um, John Wick has it, but it's there's something just so much more impressive and fun about them, that whole martial arts fight, that whole final boss fight, basically. <laughs> um, and God, I just love that moment, even though it's like, there's no way he's still fighting right now. But like where he, they stab the light into his throat, and I'm like, there's yep. no way he's still fighting, but whatever, <laughs> I'll buy it, sure. But it's it's very much, uh, the film is kind of like a, it's one of those like video game like films. Yeah. And so if you have your final boss, he's going to be massively overpowered. <laughs> And just the way once it's in his throat, they, like, drag it to kill him. I'm like, oh, God, just you feel that one. It's like, oh, yikes. Um, where is this movie from? Uh, Indonesia. Indonesia, okay. I, I guess I don't know that much about Indonesian culture, obviously. <laughs> but um, the beginning of the film was a little confusing to me. Where he's there with his wife. I guess he lives with his dad. Was that his dad at the beginning? I was really confused uh, yeah. as to what that's, happened. I mean, that's there. his dad at the beginning. I don't know if they live together. I just, I don't know. That was really, conf- I'm like, who's he saying this to? Why is he there? And then, like, even after, I'm like, okay, he's bringing him home. It's his brother. I guess I'm just going to have to assume that's his dad. I don't know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> it, it was his dad. Okay. I... Again, I was just a little confused about that. But again, story's not a huge part of this movie, so it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, the point of that opening scene is just like, hey, this guy has people who love him, so you should care about him. Yeah. And then they just get into the action. They're just like, yeah, give me 30 seconds of this. So, you know, <laughs> feel like if you, if you ask, like, why should we care about these people? Then we can be like, hey, we had 30 seconds of him with a pregnant wife and his dad. So there you go. That, Invalid argument right there. That's a good point. <laughs> um, the uh, the plot twist with the white-haired guy, way too obvious, right? I mean, yes. Like, but again, this isn't a very 
story driven film. So it's kind of just like <laughs> I'm trying to find something here to talk about that's story related, but I just the whole movie they're telling you like he's not who he appears to be, like he's he's a little shadier than you think. And then the moment where he turns on the cops, it's like, yeah, I mean You've been telling us this the whole it's, time. Why is this supposed to be like a shock? <laughs> it's not subtle. No. Um. That fight, the fight between uh, the captain and the uh, the final boss, essentially, <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun too. Like like you said, the the team up fight at the end is the best, but that one is a lot of fun because you get to see just how absurdly good this guy is and how crazy he is where he's like, oh, he has him at gunpoint, but he's like, no, I've always enjoyed using my fists. And you're like, (laughs) no, (laughs) this guy's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you you gotta go like Indiana Jones style, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You have the gun, use it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know. What else can we say about this movie? I mean, it's just if you like. Well, I mean, we touched. You touched upon this briefly, but like, since this is our first foreign film we've covered, I was just wondering, like, what your experience with it was like in terms of that. You know, because I mean, obviously, this is not a very dialogue-driven movie, so it's not. There's not as much of a like a language barrier, right? In this film. But I know that you've, like, said that you haven't seen a lot of foreign films, or at least not a lot that you would consider of good quality. No, I really haven't seen, like, any. (laughs) I've seen Raw and this, and maybe one more if I can think of something. That's it? That's about it, yeah. So... Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I mean, I've seen the lure now, so I'll add the lure to that list. No, I mean, I found it to be the same way with all, with both of those movies where it's really distracting at the beginning to be reading subtitles and then trying to look at what's happening on screen at the cinematography. But then eventually you just it becomes like second nature. You're like, okay, I'm reading it. I can do both. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's exactly what you're asking. Or, um. I, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, I was just wondering about your thoughts in general of, you know, your experience with a foreign film. And you did also talk a little bit about how there was kind of like that cultural barrier where you yeah. weren't quite understanding the family situation. Right. And I think it's also... Watching Raw, I was like, this is very obviously French in a couple different ways. Um, just by their college system and uh, the interactions and the way they... I, I don't know, the way they interact with one another, it, it felt um, different than movies here. And then the lure, it felt the same way. Um, but in this one, this felt very American in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. Very Hollywood-influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, where it, uh, it takes a lot of the same tropes and ways that we shoot movies here. Just, I mean, it does does action movies better in a lot of ways <laughs> you know like it, it those longer cuts the actual uh the actual what am i looking for they can actually perform that's what i'm looking for the, they can actually perform these uh these stunts and these um action sequences so i don't know right, i would suppose that's the most indonesian part about this film is that it is that unique martial arts fighting style i forget what the exact name of it is but it's very much 
a a local form of fighting. So I suppose that's the most you know, foreign part of this movie. But even then it's like it doesn't it's not hard to you know pick up on the language of a punch to the face yeah. means people are getting hurt. It's like <laughs> Yeah. We don't know how to perform these moves, but we understand why they're effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also in that way, I mean it feels a lot like a Hollywood B movie as far as um style and uh plot i I suppose i can't really speak this is the thing every time i three times i've watched a a foreign movie now it's like i can't really speak towards the acting ability because i can't hear like I, i don't know their language i don't know the inflection or if they're you know emoting correctly but I can, like, kind of tell. So that's one that I'm like, I don't know if these performances are good. I can't tell. Like. I mean, I would assume they're serviceable enough for an yeah. action film. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, action films in general don't require great acting. But, but I mean, do you know, have you had that experience as well with foreign films? In or, foreign films? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely tougher to judge acting quality if you're not familiar with the language. But I do think that there is some, you know, there is still many universal features, you know, like right, right, right. facial expressions and mm-hmm. inflection and all that that lend themselves to deciphering whether someone is a good actor or not. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Raid, <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> Where do you have this on your list, Darren? Uh, this is one I was... I'm not quite sure where to place, but right now I have it set at number 17. So it is after Hellraiser, before Attack the Block. And I was a little wondering (laughs) if I wanted to put it above or below Attack the Block or not. But I noticed that in my ranking of the year 2011, when both films came out, I had the raid (laughs) higher than Attack the Block. So I was like, Mm. well, I guess I'll go with that for now. So this is crazy to me uh mine is number 13 and it isn't between both of those movies <laughs> that you just mentioned but it's lower than attack the block and higher than hellraiser so <laughs> interesting <laughs> that's i don't know how it worked out like that but all right um that's uh, weird but uh 20 movies i mean in, that, aaron 20 movies 21 21 movies Oh yeah, 21. 20 movies, this is episode 20. That's... Episode 20, but 21 movies, because we like to make it confusing. Oh my god, we just need to do a Mulholland Drive episode. <laughs> That'll be our final episode. I'm calling it right now. Just go full circle, go full bring it back to Mulholland Drive. And... Or we should at least figure out what episode of the podcast we talked about it on. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, Alright, so do we want to talk about what we're doing next week? All right, so next week, uh, in honor of The Dark Tower coming out, we're going to be looking at another film centered around a gunslinger. We're going to be looking at Django Unchained by Quentin Tarantino. A good name for a movie, I think. You know Django Unchained? You know what's not a good name, though? What? Having the name of your movie, and then the subtitle being Redemption. <laughs> I forgot to mention that, but that's a really bad subtitle. <laughs> It is, especially since there's not really... Any redemption. There's arguably a little redemption. You know, the brother is like, eh, kind of a little, but not really. 
It's like they're like, how do we get people to see this? Just put redemption in the title. That that usually gets it. That I just refer to it as the raid. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. But yeah, next week, uh, Django Unchained. Uh, if you want to find us around the web, you can find uh, Jacob at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. He has a review up for Dunkirk. You should so you read, can read it. Uh, it's a good movie. If you should go see it, too. Sorry. Indeed. <laughs> if you want to find David around the web, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. dbex with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name is already taken.tumblr.com. I posted a review of both Dunkirk and War for the Planet of the Apes on there. So those been are a, both up to read. Been a busy boy. I have caught, finally caught up yeah. on uh, all my theater viewing. Now you just got to watch the emoji movie and we'll be all set. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> that's, that's something. No. Okay. <laughs> if you want to find the main podcast around the web, you can find us on uh, Twitter at RebootRDUN. You can find us on Facebook. Give us a like for new episodes and news and other items. Uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Give us a good review if you like what we say. Mm. So, until next time, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. Bye-bye. I'm just accepting it now, you know? Just like, if you can't beat him, join him, I guess. That's... I, I think that's what the bye-bye man wants. I'm still not sure, but I think that's what he wants. His, his motivations are very interesting.